everyone. Welcome back to the Figured Out Podcast. I'm Natasha. And I'm Emma. And we're so glad you are joining us for episode 101. Woo! From now on, we're going to have numbered episodes. <laughs> Do you think my like sound effects were as good as the, the live recording picked up and everything? You know, as cool as that sounds? I don't know, but it actually sounded, to me, it sounded fake. I don't know if it actually I know. Really it, like we put a laugh track in or yeah, it sounded applause. Like we, like, inserted it. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh my goodness. That was so much fun still. And I know we talk about it a lot, but it was just so much fun. Yeah, I mean, we could go on and on about just how awesome of an experience that it was, how um, amazing people have been as we like got to this point mm-hmm. of now episode 101. Yeah. Also, though, things to highlight, we have rebranded. Yeah. And that happened last week, but also we didn't have the chance to like, I mean, you guys hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to have it hopefully updated on all the platforms or a little mm-hmm. bit, a few glitches on Spotify. But yeah, yeah new brand, new us. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, new brand. So that is kind of, you'll see that trinkling, trinkling, sprinkling uh, throughout. (laughs) Um, we have merch, which we haven't really plugged a whole lot yet, but we're going to kind of now, (laughs) kind of (laughs) at this moment. Um, the, the problem is that we just sold so much, we're kind of like running out. So if you want merch before it's gone, hit us up. Um, what else, Tosh? What else is new? Um, we've got a website, mm-hmm. which also, I mean, if you're if you're dedicated fans of the Figured Out podcast, you know a lot about M and I. If you're just new, you can hear a little bit more about us on that site. Um, <laughs> but also, it'll be a place to to see the merch in a few weeks once we get it up there. So yeah, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. what else, Emma? Um, I think let's just say we're really thankful yeah. for a lot of what has come for this podcast and Mm -hmm. I think that fits well with this week um if you're listening in live time not live time but you know um (laughs) when it releases because this is Thanksgiving weekend or this is the week of Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and so um just like lots of gratitude to the people who listen the people who support us the people who help us um all of that we have lots of hands in this podcast besides just ours and so thank you to everyone yeah a million times I mean yeah we've just been so blessed by you guys Mm -hmm. it really has been such an adventure of putting together a podcast but then it's just been incredible to see the support yeah. and I think honestly too with the topic of today it's like this is a topic that if you haven't heard was like one of our original ideas for mm-hmm. a podcast theme yeah. not just an episode but like the mm-hmm. actual focus of it yeah and it just like brings me back to like play uh, playing off the ideas of like what could this podcast mm-hmm. be yeah and obviously like that's not what we ended up doing like there's been a lot of transition and yeah. idea switches but mm-hmm. it's just been cool to see kind of where we started and where we are now yeah. and that's thanks to you guys mm-hmm. yes so enough with the sappiness. Um, <laughs> we'll get into today's topic. Um, and if you didn't listen to the past episode, we actually drew this topic out of a hat, basically a jar, um, of random topics we had people at our live events submit suggestions to. Yeah. So this is your guys' request. Um, and we're we're excited to talk about it. It actually is something that we've thought would mm-hmm. be a good topic. We just have never put it on the list yet. So exactly. here we are. Yep. And so today we're talking about failure, which, as Natasha said, we have been we're surprised it's taken a hundred episodes before talking about this because this was our original podcast theme mm-hmm. like not just talking about failure as an episode but like the whole podcast being surrounded upon it was going to be called we failed they did it and it was really about like how someone we try to do something we don't know it yet but like someone is successful in this and learning about how they succeed in this and i think like learning from failure mm-hmm. and that was like our whole theme of learning from failure and that's i think the theme of today's episode and a lot of what we're talking about today. Yeah, because I think failure can have a really negative connotation, right? It's something mm-hmm. people try to avoid. It's something it's like, oh, you failed, you know, like awkward, don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Or like, I think a lot of people can get really down about themselves if they haven't succeeded in an area where they wanted to. And I think like with that, you know, 
failure is really an opportunity to learn. And that's kind of the the takeaway, I guess, of this podcast. And we're breaking it down to a couple of talking points. But there's really a lot to be said for the the benefit of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, like, what do you do to avoid that? And yep. so, yeah, we're going to dive into that topic, I guess. Yeah. And so I think one thing I, I find helpful before we start talking about a topic is just to find examples of it. And so we're not just thinking about it in one realm. And so failure is not just failing a class. Failure is not just not getting a job you thought was perfect. Failure mm-hmm. is not ending a relationship mm-hmm. or just things not being the way you pictured it. Like that's kind of like, I don't know if I've said that correctly, but I'm not, now I'm thinking if it's not, not this. I think I used too many double negatives there. Did I? <laughs> I'll be honest. I got distracted and like stopped listening. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, oh. but there's lots of different avenues in which people can feel like they failed at. But I think today we're going to kind of say like maybe those aren't necessarily complete failures. Yeah. I, I do think that's an important thing. Like, I guess we can start off just talking about like, what is failure? Mm-hmm. Because I do think, like I agree, people label or maybe mislabel certain things as failure when really it's just... It's not how you pictured it, but is that really truly failing at something? Because I think, like, um, I don't know, and we always talk about how we shouldn't define things, right? Yeah. But but failure can be, like, the lack of success, right? You mm-hmm. you failed a test, right? There's very tangible, like, okay, you didn't study. Mm-hmm. Here is the outcome. You could have avoided that probably, maybe. But then there's also just the lack of a desired outcome or expectation. And I think that that can be something where that – end result isn't necessarily bad, but it's Mm -hmm. not what you pictured. And so we label that as a failure then. Exactly. I think sometimes you feel like you fail just because it's not the desired outcome, but it might be a better outcome. And I think sometimes you need to be able to step back and like step back with perspective, but also with time to realize, hey, that was actually okay that it happened that Mm -hmm. way. I think a lot of things, an area where that comes to mind is just like relationships, like Mm -hmm. dating relationships, especially where like when you break up, it feels like, oh, we failed at this or I failed at this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think it's important to remember that like breaking up doesn't necessarily mean failure. Mm -hmm. It's like you could be doing that for several important reasons, valid reasons Mm -hmm. that are just saying, hey, our goal was evaluating like, is this person someone I'm going Mm -hmm. to marry? Hey, the any answer for that was no. Yeah. So I, I succeeded in finding that mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I sometimes think like failure can be a pro- – or not failure. I mean, yeah. A breakup can be a productive thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you said this, Natasha, of if you're if you're with the wrong person, you can't be with the right person. Yeah. And so maybe it's productive to, be, to end being with the wrong person if your eventual goal is to get married to someone and the person you're with is not that person. It's yeah. very productive, I think to break up with that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's important to like, yeah, have a good Mm -hmm. understanding of what failure really is because it can be such a hard thing for people to bear, right? Mm -hmm. Feel like, man, I failed in this or I feel like I'm failing consistently in this, right? Yeah. But if it's something that is like, hey, the desired outcome was getting more information in the situation Mm -hmm. or was reevaluating maybe goals in this area. Like there's a lot of instances I think where failing can be – yeah, just or an event can be mislabeled as failure. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that's important is important perspective to have, especially yeah. going through this podcast of like, we don't want to label anything that you might be experiencing necessarily as failure. And like mm-hmm. keeping that in mind of yeah. like, don't put yourself in that box if mm-hmm. this is something that um, maybe was more beneficial than the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And I think we're just going to start off with why failure is okay to experience um, in large ways or small ways or however you're thinking I failed um ways to maybe realize that's an okay thing to do and that first one is pretty obvious but there's just a lot to learn from failure 
Yeah. I mean, we wanted to make a whole podcast where we talked with people about how they, you know, either mm-hmm. failed or overcame failure and like their lessons from that because there yeah. is just so much insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like so many success stories come from failure. You know, I just remember these. I looked some of these up before this podcast because I remember like watching these motivational videos in fourth grade about them of like, Steve Jobs lost his or was fired from his first job or Michael Jordan didn't make his varsity basketball team and like J.K. Rowling went through 12 publishers before someone agreed to publish Harry Potter and like stuff like that of like those were failures I guess in a way Mm -hmm. but also like look at them now and so many success stories have come from maybe being rejected or being told no or not having the outcome they probably wanted right away um, and waiting for a better opportunity or the right moment and so I think, first off, there's just, like, failure can often – you can learn a lot and turn that around into an even more successful story. Mm-hmm. I honestly think, Emma, like, your job is kind of an example of this because you had that originally. And oh, then it yeah. wasn't like – I don't know if it's really failed, but mm-hmm. you you had a job lined up, and then it was like that fell through. And in yeah. a lot of ways, it's like, wow, like, you, you know, spent <laughs> a semester believing that that was where you're going to be yeah. working, and then all of the job applications <laughs> after that to, like – I don't know. Yeah. Like in the end of the day, it wasn't that mm-hmm. that outcome that you wanted, but right. in the like it also allowed that job to mm-hmm. be even more narrowed and tailored for yeah. you so that when you could come back to the company, it was like, oh, look at mm-hmm. this. This is exactly what I want to be doing, actually. Right. I mean, I didn't define it as failure, but I guess you did. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No. Yeah. So I love that Minnesota thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I'm so thankful it worked out the way it did where I was hired for the job I'm currently in, but because of the pandemic wasn't able to start it until much much later so I had another job in there and I'm so thankful that I got to do that other job meet those other people learn those skills and so yeah in that moment it really felt like everything was like and my career path was failing but in the end of the day I am so thankful it happened that way and Mm -hmm. so that's where when we talk about like take a step back in perspective like I think that's really truthful in that situation yeah also like there's like that Thomas edit Thomas Edison, the with a light bulb. Oh, is it like I didn't find or I didn't fail? I just figured out ninety nine. Yeah, thousand ways that don't work or whatever. That is my new philosophy with Wordle. Okay. Okay. So do you, do you play? You you know everyone knows the concept of Wordle. I'm not even gonna explain it. Please do. Just kidding. <sighs> <laughs> Basically, when you get all gray letters, your first guess. Sometimes it's like, well, might as well not even have had a first guess. But no, actually, you found five letters that are not in the word. That's true. And yeah. so I've had to take that perspective a few times. I play Wordle. <laughs> I'm still playing Wordle. I feel like everyone's very done with Wordle these days, but I am still very much a Wordle enthusiast. And so this is just like, that's your process of like, yeah. this, is, this isn't failing. Yeah. And so sometimes it's like, man, like if I got it in four and someone else got it in three and my first guess was like all gray letters, I'm like, dang, that was like, I basically got it in three because I didn't do anything my first guess anyways. It's like, well, technically you did, Emma. You got five letters that didn't work. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> cool. Thanks for your Wordle theory. No problem. <laughs> um, also, actually, going back, have you ever gotten Wordle in one? No. Okay. Just one. Sorry. I, oh, I've you got failed. Two- <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Technically, Wordle, you win if you get the word in six guesses. Well, that's true, but then- like, That's how Wordle defines winning. Yeah, like, that's fair. That's really and, like, true. There's a different statistics, but if you get it, you like had a success rate. Yeah. So I think that's an interesting perspective of sometimes it's like, to me, if I get it in five or six, I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. But and you I might still feel won. like I failed. But according to New York Times, I did fine. Yeah, that's very fair. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
Well, okay. Also, I think like failure, right? You're learning a lot from it, but also it really underscores and shows the value in working for things. I mean, like Mm -hmm. it's kind of cliche, but like if life was easy, there wouldn't be like that sense of reward, right? Mm -hmm. And so if there wasn't the opportunity to fail, I don't think you could really have true success. Yeah. I sometimes think failure can be a reality check for people. And sometimes I don't want to say failure is you deserve failure, but maybe you didn't work for the success. And Mm -hmm. so if you cliche but if you don't study for a test and you fail the test you're to blame for that it's not like it's like how how could this happen to me it's exactly that's exactly why it happened yeah so i think sometimes like it shows the value of trying and working hard for things because if you fail maybe like that was where you were lacking Mm -hmm. not always i don't want to say it's like if you fail at something it's because you didn't work hard but that could be an avenue Mm -hmm. maybe a check yourself of was this something that i just deserved the outcome of Well, and I think it is just like, like things of value take time, Mm -hmm. right? And so there is a sense and, and we didn't mention this at the beginning, but there's a lot of instances where failure isn't your fault. And I think that's like an important thing to say with like the value of working for things Mm -hmm. because like you can get laid off from a job, right? Because the company had to have budget cuts. Like that's not really your fault. Right. You can get broken up with in a relationship that you thought was going great and you were putting a lot of effort into. That's not your fault Mm -hmm. necessarily. And so like, I think like that's an important thing to just say as a disclaimer for this. But yeah, I agree. Like there is a sense to work pays off. And, and like work as in general of just putting effort into something that you care about, like typically goes in line with having successful results. Mm -hmm. And that's not always the case, but I do think that it's a good thing to remember. Um, especially because, and I think that this is like different person to person, but sometimes you can have a lot of success in your young adult years. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because you're like checking off boxes, right. If you're an academic, you're putting yourself through college of like, this is a really affirming time in a way because you're seeing success as you complete a degree, as you pass tests, you know, whatever that looks like. And then maybe as you land a job. Right. But when you're presented with that barrier or with an instance where you feel like you failed, I think that that's a good time to just like pause and just look at the ways that, I mean, you know, like what could you have done better, right? Of like being able to put in more time or effort, but also like the value of what you're working towards, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that's important enough for you to keep trying. This is something that's important enough to like put in that effort, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't come easy all of a sudden. Exactly. Yeah. And like part of something that I think that makes success so sweet is the hard work you put mm-hmm. into it. Um, and if you don't work hard for something and it's just given to you, I don't think you appreciate it as much either. Oh, for sure. So... I think that's like it has something to say there, I guess. Well, and I think too, it's like if you have success, but you don't really have anything to show for it, like if you mm-hmm. never had to overcome something, I think that that kind of invalid, not invalidates your success, but it would make it harder to, like you said, appreciate it or mm-hmm. to, to really like see the value of where you've come to. Exactly. And I think lastly, another reason why failure is okay is it, it keeps us humble. <laughs> and <laughs> That's like, true. Honestly, like doesn't sound great, but. I think there's a reason why we aren't able to just pick up things perfectly. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a big reason. It's like kind of just just like you can't do everything by yourself and you're not perfect at everything. Yeah, for sure. Also, like failure is something that's a lot easier to bond over, I think, Mm -hmm. than successes. You know, if it's like, oh, you got you did well at that. Cool. Yeah. Like or like, oh, like that didn't go well. What's the story? You know, like Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times it's easier to share that. And it's easier to empathize. Mm-hmm. Like, we've all failed at some point. So yeah. talking about our failures is a connecting point. Oh, for sure. I feel like every, like, motivational speech or, like, sermon illustration or just, like, 
joke people say there's like it's it's kind of bonded around things that didn't go well instead yeah. of things that went well and i yeah like you were saying it's relatable most people fail at some point mm-hmm. so i think it's it's really good to be a relatable person it's and it helps you empathize better yeah and also failure is funnier than success as yeah. far as stories go failure oh, yeah. stories can be so funny mm-hmm. nothing's coming to mind right now but i, I probably know. have so many <laughs> we should ask people like what are your failures or like not failures? Like, do you have <laughs> show like, us your insecurities? <laughs> yeah, sorry, don't ask people that. Like, embarrassing failure stories. Yeah, we could do like a whole section. Oh, of that, that would be really fun. Let's do it. I'll I'll have to we'll have to think of one too. I know. Well, the whole time that we were putting together this episode, I was like, where have I failed? And like, I'm perfect. So I have. I'm just kidding. I'm and kidding. then this whole thing is like, Emma example. Emma example. Emma example. <laughs> That's not true at all. No, I I do think though, like it. It's important to recognize when you fail and, mm-hmm. like, to be able to say, hey, that's okay. And also, like, I don't know, to own it in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, our next point is what to do when you fail. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think there's that aspect of, like, you have to embrace it in a minute because mm-hmm. you're going to fail at some point. Don't hide behind that. Honestly, okay, funny story. So, and this isn't my failure, so I can tell it. But <laughs> um, at work, we've been doing – this week, we've been doing, like, give to the max calls. So we're mm-hmm. calling people. And asking them for money, basically, mm-hmm. for our organization. Hey, that's my job. And, yeah, yeah, so you could probably have helped us do this better. But one of my coworkers, um, he he called the person and went to voicemail. And he started speaking, and he misspoke their name. And, I, like, combined their first name with their last name because he was, like, kind of distracted when he said it. And so he just was, like, he stuttered, but he was so, like, embarrassed, and he just hung up. And then he he called the person back who was like, I am so sorry. I was just like, hey, you know, like, I misspoke. This is what happened. I'm so, so incredibly sorry. I was just like, had to apologize. But I think like, you know, that was a, a you know, not this huge failure, but like a really embarrassing failure. And he just was like, you got to embrace it mm-hmm. and just own it and be like, yeah, I failed. I misspoke your name. I recognize that. This was awkward. Awkward. Will you still give us money? <laughs> so you, I think it's yeah. just like it's important I think not to like to play off failures mm-hmm. as like or to brush them under the rug mm-hmm. I think where people and and that goes to just like security levels of like yeah hey it's okay to fail right mm-hmm. and so then when you do don't like yeah. try to minimize that to mm-hmm. the point where it's like oh I'm this perfect person I never failed exactly I also think like if you're trying to hide failure often you don't hide it completely so people like see that you're hiding mm-hmm. it or whatnot but like what kind of example does that show other people if yeah. you're a supervisor and you aren't willing to admit that you did something incorrectly to your what is what's the opposite of supervisor supervisees Sure. the people you have that are under you like what kind of message does that show like hey you never mess up and don't tell me if you do or if you're a parent and you don't like you illustrate that you're not allowed to do things wrong to your kid like your kid's gonna have that image or anywhere you go like Mm -hmm. think of the example it sets and how authentic failure really is and i think it's important to show people that it's okay to fail and I think to remember, like, people have grace. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you fail and it impacts someone else, I think you got to own it and apologize, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But people are willing to offer forgiveness. Yeah. And I don't think you should hide from mm-hmm. that. And people coming to – to me personally, like, people coming to me and say, Hem- Hema. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> hey, Emma, I didn't do this well. Will mm-hmm. you forgive me? Is a lot better than them trying to cover it up or make an excuse that I can see right through. Yeah. Like – authenticity and like being able to admit failure like you can't fault people for that then Mm -mm. and I think like remembering like 
you're not really hiding it. Like yeah. people mm-hmm. know when you failed. Mm-hmm. Um, like not because they're like, <laughs> we're like, <laughs> your failures are so obvious. <laughs> yeah, we know you guys. <laughs> but like, yeah, people are aware of it, and they're not like going to be impressed by you trying to hide that. Exactly. So I think mm-hmm. it's better to own it. Again, going back to the fact that like everyone can relate to mm-hmm. failure. We're yeah. gonna empathize with you. Yeah. Another thing to do when you fail, I think it's important to realize it's not the end. And but it like, is. Just kidding. You're right. The end. <laughs> no, but like, okay, let's just say my job example. If I didn't, I had to keep moving forward, but like eventually it came back around. Yeah. Or um, if you're going through a rocky friendship and it's like, this doesn't have to be the, like if, if one thing goes wrong, it's not the end. You work through things. Or mm-hmm. if there's something, if you don't, if you do something wrong in your job, it's not like the first mistake you do, you're fired. Like yeah. to realize failure isn't the end, um, I think is important to just help that mindset before then. And then you can try to start figuring out what went wrong. Yeah. I think that's very true. And I think also remembering again, like maybe this is something like if you are in a, a friendship or a relationship right now, like as far as you you know, someone who has failed or hurt you in that failure, like being willing to offer grace. Because I think that that is something that kind of goes with that of, like, realizing it's not the end. Like, people want to do better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kind yeah. of the uh, other side of this episode if you're not currently feeling like like you failed. But you're like, <laughs> you're I like, know someone that should hear this episode. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're, if you're about to send this episode yeah. out to someone else, that's <laughs> it's for you. a little bit for you. Okay. Grace. Yeah, figuring out what went wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we do that? Yeah, and is that on your end? Was that lack of preparation, lack mm-hmm. of hard work, lack of understanding? Is that lack of communication? That's, like probably the reason let's be honest <laughs> true but um figuring out what went wrong and that's kind of where the learning starts and learn from your mistakes and start improving yeah I think like with this too like not having the fear of trying again mm-hmm. um when I was younger I used to take like horseback riding lessons and so mm-hmm. I w- would go and ride weekly and and my instructor was this really intense person mm-hmm. right anyways he's a character but there was one time where I got bucked off and so fell off the horse and the first thing he says is you have to get back on. And like that's just like the mentality with riding horses, right? Mm-hmm. Of like you can never let yourself not get back up. And it's terrifying to push through fear when you've, one, failed and it hurt, right? It was embarrassing and like that was dangerous. And I just think though it's such an important mindset to have because when you do fear, well, I can't speak, when you do fail, there can be the potential for that to become fear and then not allow yourself to try again. But I think really like failure is an opportunity to learn from your mistakes and improve and do something better. Exactly. Um, I've actually never ridden a horse. I actually knew that and it makes me kind of sad. Someday we should go. One of my bucket list items, I started making an actual bucket list and one of those items is to go horseback riding on the beaches of Oregon. (gasps) That would be so cool. Can I go with you? Please. Okay. Cool. Okay. Other ways to respond when you fail. I think one thing, have you heard of rejection therapy? Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of like a trend on TikTok recently, but I know it from um, that leadership thing we went to years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically it's the idea of like how to overcome the insecurity of of failure and like Mm -hmm. specifically the fear of failure. And I think like the fear of being told no yeah Mm -hmm. fear of rejection i guess (laughs) Uh rejection (laughs) therapy and but like the idea is you specifically ask people for things that you know they're gonna say no to Mm -hmm. and i don't know the youtuber that like did this but that's where i know it from yeah and he would like ask people if he could go swim in their pool yeah or 
like make certain types of like a cookie at Krispy. No, it was a donut at Krispy Kreme. The Olympic rings at yeah. Krispy Kreme donuts. But and and the point was like he got told no over and mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And at this end of it, he was just like he got used to that. But mm-hmm. then he realized, or at, at one point, like people started saying yes. I think he did this like every day for a year. I don't remember. I'm making up facts now because it's been <laughs> several years since we watched this. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the idea was that like you're trying to you're realizing that people saying no to you or you failing in a request or an instance isn't the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think like um, one of our friends. So he did this in like a very small condensed version, I guess, like 30 days. Right. But his takeaway was that like people are afraid of the idea of failure, but like getting exposed to the actual thing or getting exposed to actual rejection helps you realize that that in and of itself isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's where people have like this image of like, if I failed, it's the end of the world. And mm-hmm. it's not. So right. you can like move on from that, I, I guess. Agree. Yeah, I think you can't let that be such a huge moment in your life because that's going to be a really hard like life to live, that attitude to have. I think like if you fail, like learn from it and laugh it off. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Natasha and I and a few of our friends have done trivia a few times. Oh my goodness. And I when I think of failure, I think of my what I can bring to the team. Oh, me too. Natasha and I are not very helpful. <laughs> our biggest asset to the team was bringing our two friends there to like compete mm-hmm. because we know nothing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and when we do try to contribute, when I try to contribute, I change the answer from what was right to what was wrong <laughs> so that we lose. Uh I think I contributed one answer each time we went. Well, yours are probably right, though. Mine, I just was like, hey. <laughs> so, okay, guys, did you know a mollusk or a squid is a mollusk? I don't even know what the word mollusk means. I thought it meant that it had to have a shell. And so I thought it was a clam. I didn't think the squid could possibly be the answer. But it was. And we put that, the other person on our team put that down. And then I said, no, that's not correct. And he changed it. And it was correct. Hmm. If you care about being right all the time, don't go to trivia. <laughs> yeah, I. but you're not going to be right all the time. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like you said, laugh it off. You have to be yeah. able to just joke about it. I think, okay, so you had like um, Fun Fest earlier this year mm-hmm. in September. And my team and I, like, we were so excited to compete. And honestly, I was like, I think we can, I think we can do pretty well. Like competition was tough, but I still was pretty optimistic. I thought your team... Was going to do pretty well, too. And also, we started off the first challenge we won. Like, hands down. And we I was were... like, dang, they're not even going to make it close. <laughs> but we, you guys, we, like, we're the worst team ever. Mm-hmm. There was one time where we had to separate into um, each of us did an individual challenge. And everyone on our team got fifth or fourth out of it. And so it was like we would come back and report and be like, oh, my gosh, you lost. Oh, you lost, too. Oh, my word. It just like, kept getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> But we had so much fun. And mm-hmm. I think, like, that was something where, like, no one can say we did well, right? Mm-hmm. We failed. There's no, there's no excuse or, like, no way you could say that any other way. Numbers don't lie. Five <laughs> out of five teams does not look good. But we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something where you have to kind of, like, one, not take yourself so seriously. Mm-hmm. But two, be able to recognize, like, the fun in the situation yeah. even when it's not going well. Right. I don't think placing higher really equivalated to how much fun you had that day Mm-mm. but i also think like your attitude could have changed that and so it didn't matter how you did but it's the attitude you bring into it and i think you guys were able to laugh it off yeah and and you'll learn from it for next time exactly well we're ready we're coming back <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna win all right well and i think like the last thing i'll say about this is like a lot of it has to do with perspective mm-hmm. on like whatever you're shooting for right i think that 
that, you know, things can be super, super important, right? And I don't want to minimize like, oh, the failure you're experiencing right now is the same as FunFest team <laughs> failure because that's just not true Just laugh it off. This is laugh a really dark moment Your, your heart's life. broken. Just laugh it off. <laughs> no, like I, I don't want to say that at all. So don't hear me be like insensitive, even though that probably was. I just think like your perspective is really important in the sense that this is probably not a lasting thing mm-hmm. because there's still good to come and there's still a lot of opportunity in front of you. And failing in a moment is not a definition of your fa- of your future. And so regardless of what that reasoning is, what, regardless of what you're walking through right now, like I just think it's important to recognize that like that's not the end. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I mean my perspective, I guess, of like focusing beyond this moment and this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... We know how to deal with failure. We know why it's important. But let's just, like, say, how do we not fail? How do we just avoid that in general? Everyone was like, wow, this whole podcast has encouraged me to fail. But actually, just don't. Yeah, honestly. Well, I think you can set yourself up for success. I don't think everything has to be a failure. Mm -hmm. I think, first off, like, don't see failure as failure. If you see all those points we just mentioned of how to learn and how to relate to people better through it and all of those things that we said weren't necessarily bad parts of failure, then you've gained something. You haven't Mm -hmm. lost, you've gained. And so I think that's the first thing is how to not fail is don't count it as a failure. Yeah, I think that's true. I think, secondly, like, don't set yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. There are like legitimate things or um, realistic things that you can do to make sure that you're not going to fail as likely. Yeah. Right. That was such a convoluted. That was such a difficult way of saying that sentence. <laughs> hey, Going well, back to my concise. You set yourself school. up for failure. Right? I did. Wording it that way yeah. instead of just saying, <laughs> saying it straightforward. Exactly. But yeah, like set realistic expectations. If you have such a high lofty goal that it's probably not going to happen, then mm-hmm. you already failed really before you started. I think we talked about this in our goals podcast, which was like almost a year ago now. So mm-hmm. that's okay if you haven't listened to it recently. Um, but like having realistic expectations is so important for success mm-hmm. because if you put it out there, and I think like with our, our fundraising that we did at my work this week, like you have to just put into perspective what could we possibly do mm-hmm. and not just get caught up in like what you want mm-hmm. because otherwise – I mean, if you're not putting yourself in a way of even tangibly getting something, you're Mm -hmm. going to be disappointed. Yeah. I think if we would have said, let's start a podcast and grow to a thousand listeners in the first year, like that would We failed. We would have failed. And like because we started so minuscule yeah. and we like didn't have much, we were just like twelve episodes. We'll just see how we can do it. I think we we see it as an ex yeah. (laughs) We really are bad at talking today. (laughs) We see it as a success. Yeah, and that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something, too, of, like, if you have a bigger goal, break it down. Mm-hmm. And and that goes with, like, the realistic expectations. Dream big. Like, I think you should do that, right? Mm-hmm. But also, what are the tangible steps that you can say, oh, I could focus on this and achieve mm-hmm. this in the next six months or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And, like, know that this is something that you could be successful at. Exactly. And it's okay to reassess and realize, hey, this is growing and this is – this, I'm getting to where I want to be and like now I want to stretch myself or mm-hmm. hey, this has not become tangible because of an external source like a pandemic. Reassess. It's, yeah. You don't have to be def- – I think – I don't think goals should change all the time, but it's okay to reassess if thing- outside sources are making that happen. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, again, going back to the fact that there are things that aren't your fault that shouldn't be counted mm-hmm. as failure, but sometimes people do that. And I think that's just, again, have the correct mindset about failure mm-hmm. because otherwise I think that will be a really hard place to try new things even. Yep. 
Exactly. Other ways not to fail, Natasha. I think like one way to just start is like educating yourself as much as possible before mm-hmm. you begin something. Yeah. I think of this like with job interviews, right? Like don't go into a job interview unprepared. There's just mm-hmm. like there's practical things where you can build your repertoire to be able to handle something well. Mm-hmm. And so that just I think that just takes time and it takes getting advice from people that maybe know a situation better mm-hmm. or have a better understanding or a different perspective from something. So you're not surprised by stuff. You're like yeah. you're not thinking oh I I never thought that through or thought that as a possibility exactly I think that's really smart um and then sometimes when you're in the situation you're not able you don't you don't have time to Mm -hmm. figure things out as quickly and so the background information you have and the preparation you've done yeah really can help you in the moment yeah oh I agree completely another thing too is like if you're in a situation you feel like just overwhelmed by something Mm -hmm. and it kind of like at that brink of calling something a failure right Mm -hmm. I think it's important to add, allow people to help you along the way, right? Mm-hmm. To like open up room of like asking someone like, hey, I don't have this figured out. What are your thoughts on how to handle this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think asking for criticism, asking yeah. for like extra hands to help with something, mm-hmm. like don't do it alone. Bringing someone into something is not a failure. And yeah. I just like think people need to know that. As someone who's very independent, Sometimes it feels like that because you think, oh, I want to handle this all by myself. I don't want to burden somebody else. And I think like something that I've been learning is like delegation is okay. It's okay to ask people for help Mm -hmm. or to acknowledge like, hey, I'm struggling with this. What are your like perspective of how I could do this better? Mm -hmm. I think that's like a hard place to get to. But I I think that's something else like hard things don't mean failure. Yeah. And being in that situation doesn't mean you Mm -hmm. failed. Exactly. Um. I think a great example, we'll keep it on theme here, is Thanksgiving Day. You know how, like, there's the one chef in the kitchen who's, like, the person making everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they want to, like, prepare this meal all by themselves and have it be perfect and provide for the group that's coming over. But to delegate and ask people for help is not, like, wow, you couldn't bake the rolls, do the corn, carve the turkey, and mash the potatoes all at once. Like, that's that's not a failure to say, hey, would you mind cutting up the rolls? Also, I feel like most of the time when people are like, can I help with something? It's doing them a favor to give them a job because yeah, honestly, so like <laughs> helpless and they're like, just please give me something to do. So I don't think it's a failure to ask for help. Oh, I agree completely. Ask for help. Another thing that I think is important is to not be hasty or mm. to rush into decisions or to yeah. rush into commitments. Mm-hmm. You hear that, Tash? <laughs> I know. I shouldn't have said that point because that's something that I do really easily, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think like overcommitment is a huge way or an easy way to fail. Mm-hmm. I know that firsthand. And yeah. so I think like being reasonable and like saying no isn't failing. Mm-hmm. But having I like I hate having to be like I can't make that or I yeah. can't do that mm-hmm. when I've already committed, but it's so hard for me not to commit. Yeah. And I think like a really good way of avoiding disappointing people mm-hmm. is just saying like I can't do that in the first place. Yeah. I agree. And I think that comes back to a mindset of like whatever you do, do it very well and be very mm-hmm. committed to it. Um, and know that what you say yes to, you're going to say yes to full heartedly. Yeah. Uh, my church currently, I'm in a part of a community group and they, they're like, we don't want to meet every week because we want everyone to be able to come. Like we want everyone to be able to commit to this fully. And if it's like every week so people are like "Eh, it doesn't matter if I skip one or two weeks like Mm -hmm. they don't want that philosophy it's like you are committed to this and this is a priority yeah like you say no to other things because you have this and so like it's it was an interesting concept and I when I was approached to be in one they're like hey think about this like you don't have to say yes or no right now honestly like let me know in a week think about it and Mm -hmm. I thought that was a cool 
concept too of like you don't need to answer but think about this and like commit to it if you're committing to it honestly I think that like perspective is like two of these points of like not setting yourself up for failure like you said mm-hmm. of, like we want this to be a reasonable expectation commitment mm-hmm. but then yeah being really intentional about like if you're saying yes to this you know what you're saying yes to mm-hmm. exactly um and then whatever you're doing I think prepare well for it mm-hmm. that is I think one of the biggest ways to avoid failure yeah I just remember our speech, um, well, one of our comms mm-hmm. professors, but I had her first speech and this was where I first heard it, but she always said, practice doesn't make perfect, perfect practice makes perfect. And that was her thing of like, mm-hmm. you will have this done. Like when you came to present a speech, it was not a practice round. Like there was always mm-hmm. the expectation that you put in enough practice to have that be perfection mm-hmm. before you presented it. Yeah. And I think let's just circle back as we close out the practice and the hard work and the not rushing into things and the seeking advice from people and bringing other people into whatever you're working on makes the success worth it. Mm-hmm. And that's why failure is okay because like there's a process along the way and that makes su- achieving success more worth it. Yeah, I agree. And I think that kind of comes back to like the last point that we would say is don't see failure as failure. Mm-hmm. It's a learning process. Yeah. And I don't think you should write yourself off after the first attempt or even the fifth mm-hmm. attempt or even what Thomas Edison's 100 or uh, 999 no, no attempt. Yeah. How many times? You really think Thomas Edison got the light bulb on the thousandth try? No, it was probably like 784. You know, it's not That's like a true. perfectly round number. Oh. Okay, fine. Don't write yourself off on the fifth wordle attempt. So <laughs> another success or shot is success. Exactly. Exactly. Um Tasha, I kind of feel like we failed at this podcast because we, like, stumbled over our words so many times. I know, but you're cutting that out, right? All the stumbling? I don't think I possibly can, even if I tried to, but also we don't do that. That's not what our podcast is. I know, I know we're authentic because we want you guys to know that we're not these perfect people, even Mm -hmm. though you think we are. Mm-hmm. We Just always kidding. know what ever throw something that. like that into all of our podcast episodes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but you know what? Failure keeps us humble. Yeah, that's true. This is a very humbling podcast for it us. Is. Actually, I think we're in a very humbling season of podcasting. We like had this climax where it was like, wow, our 100th episode, we're going to have this huge party and like all these people to support us. And then it's like, we can't podcast anymore. You know what I think it is? That episode was live. And so we couldn't, we couldn't. If it didn't go well, we just kept going. But the three or four episodes before that and this one this after one. it, like, we've just messed up so many times. We're like, blah, 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 this retake, retake. You know, it's like, but the live, it was like no option for that. Yeah. I do think there is something to that of, like, a lot of times, and maybe this is, like, an important thing to say, mm. of, like, don't sell yourself short of, like, when you have, like, when push comes to shove, I think a lot of times people can do even beyond what, like, they think yeah. they can. Like, you always have a safety net because it's never – the worst case scenario if you fail mm-hmm. like there's always room to pick yourself back up so disclaimer that but like if you just if you're operating and we're like it's not as important or it doesn't matter then it's not going to go as good as you think that's true and i think there is something of like putting yourself out there where they're like yeah you're out on a limb like that's mm-hmm. how i picture of like okay if this falls it will be a lot more public right. of a failure versus we could re-edit that worst case scenario exactly tightrope walking isn't cool a foot off the ground yeah you know it's yeah. cool 100 feet off the ground exactly but i also think like people can accomplish things that they said i don't know mm-hmm. like putting yourself out there and taking risks sure sometimes you'll fail like we are in this podcast right now but a lot of times there's a lot of success with that exactly. and that's really cool to feel and to mm-hmm. see yeah i think we're gonna wrap it up there yep um one more thing though guys if you haven't um hit like the subscribe or like button uh, and after this episode you're not going to 
<laughs> but on um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, that's super helpful um, just in raising notability so other people can listen to this really helpful episode on failure. Yeah, so uh, with that, we will catch you back next week. Bye.